0: Hello, hello, and welcome to yet another exciting episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo coming at you again, and I'm so surprised that you're still sticking around here. It's episode 33. That means that there's been 33 times that you're still listening to me talk. Something's wrong with you. Uh, No, I really appreciate it. Uh, Thank you guys for joining me here again at the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. Like I said, it is episode 33 and I am elated at the guests that I have on here today. Before I say who it is and you may already know, I just want to encourage you to check me out on Facebook at Spin Thoughts Pod. We do like to talk and connect and really incorporate the fan perspective. So, Spin Thoughts Pod on Twitter and without further ado, please help me in welcoming from the band Lilac Lungs. We've got Emily and Johnny What's up, Emily? What's up, Johnny?
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: Uh, I'm feeling good. It's nice, bright, and sunny here in Pittsburgh. Uh, what's it like your way, guys? You're up in what, yeah, Michigan? Yeah,
1: well, uh, so I had like three trees fall over in my yard just like within <laughs> the hour. Oh, wow. It's like 50 and 60 mile per hour wind. It's pretty insane. I didn't uh, even yes.
2: bother to do my hair today because I already knew
1: that. <laughs> the this wind, wind did it for yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's, we're not we're not used to wind. You know, there's like no coast selection in Michigan. It's just like all lake, but, yeah,, yeah. Uh, yeah. so wind is not something we're familiar with, so it's pretty pretty nuts.
0: Well, let me tell you guys a quick little story before we dive in here about the weather. So, yeah, around uh, three o'clock, um I was informed that the electricity where my studio is went out. So I had no electricity. So I was scrambling thinking, how the hell am I going to do this episode? Uh, so here's what I did. I actually hit up my, my mom and my stepdad and I was like, Hey, can I please come to your house and bring all of my equipment so that I can actually do this episode? This is a true story. So that's where I'm at right now is at my mom and stepdads in a makeshift studio. But listen to this guys, you'll really appreciate this. So my stepdad as I'm setting up the studio. He comes in and he goes, Hey, when are you interviewing lilac lungs? This is no, this is no lie. He goes, when are okay. you interviewing Lilac Lungs? And I start laughing. I go, right now, today. That's who I'm talking to. So um, there you go. Uh, we've best got a fan. Dedication. Oh,
2: well, tell him thank you. What's his name? Yeah. His, his
0: name is Joe.
2: Thank Hi, you, Joe.
0: Joe. Uh, you the best Joe. The best <laughs> Joe around. Better than a cup of Joe. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so, Emily, Johnny, I want to thank you guys for being here with me today. I kind of want to dive into things with you. This isn't about me and, and my um, struggle to make sure that I follow through with my promises on <laughs> my interviews. Uh, so I want to dive in. We've got a lot to cover here. Uh, so let's kick it off. Um, let's talk about this debut self-titled EP. It came out in 2016, right?
3: Yeah. Yes.
0: Congratulations on that! It's been a, a big success from what I can see so far.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a crazy ride with that with that um, release for sure.
0: How long had the band been working on that particular material?
2: Well, um, it it first started out with me and John, kind of just really trying to understand what we wanted to do with like a, an album or an EP. Like we we knew we wanted to do music together. And, um, it came to, you know, I, I don't, how long did
1: it really last for that we wrote that for? Well, it's weird because some of those songs we had been working on for like months and months and months and months. Yeah. Um, but some of them just came up like, uh, when, uh, as a musician, you get to like experience these waves of creativity come yeah. through you and sometimes it takes 10 minutes, you know, to write down a song. Sometimes it takes like, m- you know, months and months and months. And those are the frustrating ones. But um, all in all, it probably took like, I don't know, three months yeah. to write completely. And then we went into the studio and we were in and out of the studio. We knew what we wanted, we knew what we uh, had to do. So yeah. um, the studio time didn't take long at all. Where- but the writing process was a little bit more demanding. Yeah. Um, Emma was actually a solo artist before her and I met, and she actually had some ideas from her solo art, art uh, solo project. Yeah, um, and that we kind of like stole from. So
3: <laughs> yeah, it, stole from
0: borrowing me. sounds a little less aggressive, right? <laughs> yeah. Borrowing. <laughs> um, yeah, we stole. Yeah, stole- that's cool too. I dig that. Um,
1: cool. So I mean, that makes us cooler, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're we're trying
0: to. Very edgy, you know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, where where was the EP recorded? Was it um, kind of a DIY approach, or were you in a studio? Talk to me about that.
1: Yeah, it was um, it was recorded at Zoinga Studios um, in Royal Oak. Oh, okay, um, Michigan. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a uh, he, and uh, the dude who runs that studio is really, really, really great. He's really creative and helped us along with that process really well. Um, his name's Mick, but um, yeah, he's a really good friend of ours too. So um, he really just helped us bring that um, whole EP to life. Yeah. Now,
2: we were first trying to figure out how to even, like, write together as yeah. musicians, me and John. Because we both, we both came from different types of – or different genres of music. And, you know, John was in metal before, and I Ooh. was straight pop.
1: <laughs> and
2: uh, so, so coming together, and also me being a solo artist, I never really – wrote music with anybody and yeah, it was true. very wrong at first but I mean obviously I embraced it and I, I, I loved doing it but it was definitely a process of you know really trying to figure out what we wanted to sound like how we wanted to write together and you know it all worked out in the end
0: now I'm gonna just say this um, I'm assuming you guys are pretty open about the fact you guys are married right
1: we're no, not, no. actually. You're not married? <laughs> we are, we are dating, though. Okay, no, we're
0: dating, no. Okay, geez. Oh, man, Johnny, I just put the pressure on. My bad. Um, <laughs> no, no,
3: she put the pressure on, on the
0: the yeah. Trust me, <laughs> I know that feeling. Don't. But you guys are together, so you have that <laughs> dynamic, um, which isn't always so common uh, in bands. Does, does that help in the creative process? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it helps. <laughs> Sometimes, well, no, you know, with, along with any relationship, I think, um, you know, you go through different processes. I'm trying to word this correctly. <laughs> <here>. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm. Re- this is maybe not the right question to be asking here. This is being recorded. No, so. no,
2: no. <laughs> I, I think the, the good part about it though, is that, you know, I really, um, I don't know how to word it. I just, I know, I feel 100% on the same page with John about music and life together. I don't know how to word that without sounding weird, but we just, we get it. We understand not only music together, but we just kind of understand each other together as well. So I think it
0: creates it def- a cohesion that, that is tangible yeah. in the music.
1: Definitely. I mean, I think a hard part in the beginning was communication, but then, you know, two year we've been dating for two years now, um, so I can, you know, we can communicate with eyes, you know, yeah. just like looking at each other like giving a certain face and then you're like oh okay yeah so it's getting better so this new um (laughs) this new album that we had actually just recorded um was a whole different process you know way better at like communicating with each other way better at um you know just vibing off each other
2: and then also having two new band members as well right and that was first and john
0: See, and that was kind of where I was going with with starting off with the incorrect uh, assertion of of marriage. Uh, but <laughs> I was curious to see was the EP just the two of you? So you're saying that it was it was Emily and Johnny for the EP, basically. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And you guys did everything that you, that we're hearing in there.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Awesome. Kudos on that. It's it's very impressive for for two people. Now, when did the two other band members join, and and how? How did they get brought on? Are, are they friends? Are they strangers?
1: So, uh, we, after the EP, um, w- during that process, actually, we set up a few shows, and it came time to rehearse to the shows, and we were like, well, uh, this is going to be really hard to perform live <laughs> just to yeah. two of us. Yeah, yeah. we didn't really even like think of it we were just like yeah let's you know play a show and these cool songs we just wrote on this ep and then it came up to practice and we were like this is really hard (laughs) so um so we actually brought on our drummer for our first ever show um and he's still the drummer his name's matt jones um he's he he got brought on at the very very first show because you know of that aha moment of this is going to need more than two of us um so that first show we played with Matt, um, and then shortly after, um, I, we, we were talking about how we wanted to um, see what live bass sounded like, because we were really in, just intrigued with that um, live bass sound for yeah. uh performance, because it, it just brings a certain element that you can't really recreate. So um, I had I know, I have known Terry for a, quite a while but um he didn't he wasn't even like the first thought because he doesn't really he didn't play bass before i had talked to him obviously but he didn't really play bass much yeah i knew that he, he did a little bit in his uh band before but i um he was like you know number four or five on the list to talk to and i finally got to him and i was like okay terry you know i have this band now um you know would you be interested in playing bass for us live and he was like, Well, yeah, I mean, he wasn't into it too much at first, but um after we after we practiced and after we rehearsed for that first time, it was just like we all like clicked on the same wavelength we were like, Okay, you know, this this is how we're gonna perform everything live. Um, magical. you know Yeah, it was. And so like, the four now,
0: doing. that is lilac lungs, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Awesome. So we got we got a family here. I like it. Very cute. It yeah. is a family. Awesome. Yes,
1: it definitely
0: is So guys, what I want to transition to a little bit here Is something a little bit um, even more uh, relevant in regards to um, time frame, I guess So uh, toward the beginning of February I want to say February 9th, correct me if I'm wrong on that date But you guys released a new single I'm under the impression that this is also the title track to the new album Which we're going to talk about in a little bit So I don't want to jump ahead here but I'm under the impression that it is the title track yes. of the new so album, right? It is
1: not. It is not. Uh, why would I why that, am I wrong with just,
0: everything this time?
1: I think well, I think I think we that's our fault because we've gotten that a lot. <laughs> we we've gotten like oh so next to nothing's a title track and we were like well no like I not really you know it's just a lead single off the album. Okay. I don't know I don't know where we went wrong with that, but <laughs> it has given, given off that impression a lot. You know um
0: it's it's good to be human though. It's good to album. show everyone I can be human.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You are human. So um but yeah, we have not released the um, album title yet.
0: Okay, so that that's a secret. Yes, it's a, it's
2: it's
0: a secret. cool secret though, because it's a
2: really
0: cool album name. Yes, absolutely. I bet it's it is. The world, so I'll tell
1: you about it soon. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'll yeah, we wait. have another kind for that.
0: Okay. Awesome. So next to nothing is not the title track to the album, so I recant that. However, next to nothing is the single off the album. I was right with that.
1: Yes, it is the lead single. Oh, the
0: album. Man, I love being right. It it feels so good, uh, after, especially after two things. Right, man. Gotcha. <laughs> so it came out in February, um, and and you guys had a music video that came with it, right?
2: Yes, so, you're right again. See, look at that. Um, I feel like
0: I have to ask if I'm right now because uh, I got to do my fact <laughs> checking here. Um, so, like I said. It's been
2: a hard day. Social media is a
0: vast, (laughs) vast entity. It's very difficult uh to determine what's true and false. But um so what I wanna ask you about then is why was this song? Now, at first when I was gonna ask this question, I was thinking, okay, it kind of makes sense if it is the title track to the album to maybe make this the single. Um, but it's not. So the question stands even stronger. Why did you choose next to nothing? As the as the single, and to even go further by creating a music video instead of any other track off this album, what stands out about this one?
2: That's a really good question. Um, I think it's I think, well, for me, it's just my favorite.
0: <laughs> That's valid.
2: I think
1: also think that we we know all the secrets to the album. We've heard every song. <laughs> uh, and we i I like it because it's intriguing. And, um, I think that's what we're going for for this new release, because we're kind of like not rebranding, but just you know it's a new it's a new cycle, it's a new thing to to everyone so um, I think the most um the coolest thing about that track it is it is very intriguing and very interesting to listen to. It's not like a normal um you can't like pick out certain spots like, okay, that's guitar or, or whatever right um like a normal rock or like a pop song um it has very very like um different sounds different sounding synths, and we use different a lot of different sounding synths on that one so it's um intriguing to me and interesting and it, it draws you in um and i think that's like a, a was a main point that it it really just like draws you in when you're listening to it. it takes you to a different world um
2: i'm pretty sure we all agreed at the same time
1: too
0: so it was a collective decision <laughs>
2: We all felt like that was a really good decision.
0: It wasn't
1: even like it wasn't even like a topic. We weren't like, okay, what's the next? What is going to be the single? We were all just like, you know what? We kind of felt it. We we're like, this is this is what we need to release first.
0: I think it was a good choice. Everybody's been enjoying it from what I'm seeing. I certainly enjoy it. And like I mentioned at the beginning, uh, Joe, Joe stepdad Joe Messina, you know he uh, he's digging on it too. So. <laughs> Um, you're all over the spectrum <laughs> So yeah. does this track hold any kind of story behind it? It seems like your fans are intrigued by your story and by your approach to connect And we're going to talk more about your fans also in a little bit They play a big role in this episode and really in, in the band um, But it seems like your fans do try to find a meaning behind a lot of what you do Is there a story behind Next to
2: Nothing? Um, okay, so for the lyrical content, I I, I really tried to write it as, you know, open to interpretation as much as I could, you know, finding the meaning. We wanted that. Right. And, I, you know, all the lyrics pretty much in the whole entire album stem from, you know, um, just stuff that I've dealt with and the things that I've gone through in my life. I've dealt with a lot of anxiety issues and, you know, panic attacks and stuff like that. And I, I feel like a lot of people our age and then, you know, other, you know, people who are older than us and younger than us, And you know, it's a very broad thing that, you know, people actually deal with stuff like that. Absolutely. And I, I wanted to really, I wanted to write a lot about that because first of all, it was a very, you know, personal thing and a very, you know, hard thing that I went through. And I, I don't know, I just love that. And I don't I guess love isn't the right word, but I, I love that we, you know, people just kind of understand going through something and that feeling of, you know, you know, I went through that too. And I, I wrote that in the, the next to nothing song, you know, it's just about the stuff that I've dealt with. And I hope that, you know, people had, that have gone through that stuff, understand that.
0: It, it certainly seems like it's connecting with a lot of people and it, it is unfortunate that us as human beings yeah. have to go through some low points and, you know face adversity but it is a fact of life so you know writing that in your music and hoping that it touches people and helps them through and 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 allows them to interpret it um even a little bit to 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 mold into their own situation I think is is helpful and and also another reason why you your fans are so attached
2: for for sure excuse me for sure um there's actually a song on the album that I wrote about that specific thing about like you know I love that we feel the same, but I hate it at the same time. That you know, we have to feel that way. Why do we have to feel that way?
0: It is a but tough situation. That- yeah. <laughs> so, with this song, then too, guys, you you came out with a music video. So you definitely went the extra step with it. It's a great visual, nicely done there. Who directed it?
1: His name's Ned Ingalls. He is a genius. Is he? Um and. The moment that we met him, we knew that we he yeah. he was going to be on board with us, and that we wanted him on board for our um, next cycle.
2: He was so interesting to work with too. Just watching like how creative he was, and you know, very dedicated to everything that he was doing. It was really awesome to work with him.
0: Is this your first like official music video that the band has put out?
1: Um. Yeah. I would say, we, we had we had one before, um, but I, I, for this new cycle, this is our first official one. Yeah, yeah.
2: So wh- our, I, I'm our first one a- before, we were working with a friend of ours, and he's a really great um, videographer too. But yeah. that, that was kind of before we knew who we wanted to be. That was like with the EP cycle, and we were still right. trying to figure it all out. You didn't even and have so all the,
0: the band then- members yet at that point.
2: Yeah. Well, I think actually they were
1: they were on board they were with us, but they just technically like weren't wasn't um, a part of the um, Lilac Lung's yet, like as a band, like technically, if you will.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but
1: they still, they were still like performing live with us.
0: Gotcha. So I'm always curious. Me being, uh, I'm a musician. I play in a few different bands. I've actually never had the opportunity to do a music video. It's definitely like a step a really good step forward and and bringing in different media uh what is it like for you guys to approach music videos um is it i don't want to say uncomfortable but like it is a different creative process it takes like a different eye and sometimes musicians have that sometimes they don't but that's why they rely on the director a lot i mean what was it for you guys the experience of of making this music video
2: well, we we definitely laughed
1: a lot. I at least <laughs> did, just because it felt so. Um, well, I think like <laughs> I think like we're really comfortable with music and performing music as an art. Um, I, I personally, I enjoy like acting and yeah, I um too. and and that that different art form. I really actually enjoy it. Um, and I didn't know that I like would that much, but it was really 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 fun and to kind of like tell your story um, that we created musically in a different way, um, like in a different platform using a different, like, um, medium, then it was really, really interesting because like we re- so we, we told the story musically, um, through what comes second nature to us. And then we had to like, kind of develop this new, um, art sense of how to tell it w- through like acting and through like visuals. And it was just like a really cool process, but, like i said before ned our, the director really like um he he's why that came out so good he's yeah. he's why he's the reason why it, it it's so amazing um you know like we were he, he basically just like told us what to do and we were like <laughs> yeah okay yeah you know like cuz we're not that's not like our um you know that's not our our go to right. when we when we when we create art it comes through music right Um, he creates art, it it comes through, you know, visually his, his camera. That's, that's how he paints his picture. So. um,
2: I I was definitely um, nervous before we went to go to it. I would be too. But I, yeah, it it was, I don't know. I, I was, it was a good nervous though because I was looking forward to do it, but I was like, I don't know how, like, how I'm going to look. How am I going to do that? (laughs) And, but once we started doing it, I honestly felt like I was in that realm. Of the video that we were show that we made yeah. and created, I feel like I—I I don't know. I just, Ned did such a good job at making everyone feel comfortable, making me especially feel comfortable, and I don't know. He—he he really helped me feel like I was really a part of that world. So of now, the music video.
0: now that you guys are experts in the music video realm and you've got that itch, are there more <laughs> music videos planned for some of the other tracks yeah. off the new album?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. We actually just had a conversation with Ned the other day about the next one. It's going to be really cool.
0: Is there anything you can tell me about it or too soon?
1: It's probably too soon. Okay. <laughs> you, you have to applaud <laughs> me love. for
0: asking though, right? I wouldn't be an interviewer no, if I
1: yeah. didn't. No, it's, definitely. You know, it's, but, you know, we got to keep something pending, up know. our
2: sleeves. We're... we're, we're keeping the suspense here i know
0: i know and i appreciate it i know all your fans do too so you keep doing (laughs) what you're doing now uh guys before we start talking about this debut full length that's going to be coming up here in the spring Uh, What I wanted to do was actually play this new single that just was released in February that is not the title track to this album, by the way. In case you guys didn't know, um, I found out for you here um, embarrassingly enough. Um, So um, we're going to play in its entirety next to nothing for everyone to jam and enjoy. Uh, Emily, Johnny, what do you think? I'm ready. All right, we're good to go. So everybody, please enjoy... The single off of the new album due to drop this spring, Next to Nothing by Lilac Lungs. right everyone that was next to nothing by lilac lungs it is the brand new single coming off of the debut full length which is due to drop here in spring of 2017 so emily and johnny anything else you'd like to say about this track before we start to move on to some album talk
2: i hope you liked it
0: (laughs) johnny can you beat that
1: Uh, uh. The answer is no. It was really, it was really releasing this single was like, um, kind of like extra vulnerable for us because it was like showing the new, um, new face to the cycle because like that's the first thing that people are gonna remember about this new cycle, and that's like like the the first impression. Exactly. So it it was like it had to fill big shoes. So it was just like really um like I said vulnerable because we're and um and that comes with like different emotions among all of us but um one of them and the most important of them being really really excited um and that we're really 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 excited for everyone else to hear the rest of the album.
0: Absolutely. I'm stoked if that means anything to anybody. I'm really excited. So um <laughs> <In> hopefully... <world> <laughs> <what>? <laughs> thank you. I appreciate the kind words. So um guys we're expecting this to drop then in spring of 2017. I'm assuming you guys are going to hit the socials here soon enough and announce the actual drop
1: date, correct? Yeah, yeah you'll you'll hear stuff very soon about, cool. it, about <laughs> all the details. Stay
0: patient, you know. That's that's the beauty of Lilac Lungs. They're they're teaching life lessons alongside of providing great music. <laughs> Patience <laughs> is a virtue, <laughs> right?
1: Yes, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we've established, though, it is a full length. Can you tell me how many many tracks are on it? Uh, Ten. Ten. We'll say that. Okay, that's a healthy number. I like it. Yeah. Will any of the songs from your debut self-titled EP be transitioning into this new album?
1: That's a good question, but no.
0: Okay, so this is a fresh ten songs.
1: Yes. All yes. right. Um, yeah. However, I must add that there are, um, okay. How do I word this? So There's there are, yeah.
2: There's an th- Easter egg. There,
1: in there are different. There movies. are certain elements of the EP that are being conveyed in a different way on the album. Ooh,
0: intriguing.
2: i
1: described it way better. Than I did. So, <laughs> so different, um, meaning that we took. Things that we learned from the EP And transitioned them And kind of like matured them To Become something new Okay And I, that's all I'm going to say
0: Look, you know, the fans of Lilac Lungs They're sitting there thinking, man I really want to know what's going on. I wish I was Angela. I know they're all thinking that because, you know, him being the podcaster here, he probably knows what's going on, but is just being nice and, and acting like he doesn't know. No, I don't know. So uh, it's a secret to me as much as, as it is to anybody else. But the excitement is is electric. So i um, really excited, guys, to hear more about this. I'm going to see if I can get anything else out of you, maybe more around the process of creating this album, so let, let's start with this. Where did you record this album? Was it the same place as the debut EP?
1: No, it was not. We recorded this with a producer who lives in Grand Rapids, Michigan. His name's Lee Elbrecht. Um, he's in the bands in Grand Rapids. Um, they're they do uh, fairly well, um, but he his his passion is producing and um, producing for bands and making making works of music come to life. Um, so he's he did a very, very good job at portraying that for us um, and kind, kind of being that person who helps make us bring those works of art to life.
0: How long would you say, if you could try to be as specific as possible, how long would you say from the day you walked into studio to the day you walked out, how long did it take to actually in studio lay down the the tracks. Now I get that there's a lot that happens before and a lot that happens after, but studio time. How many? Right. How long did it take?
1: So, so this is also. I'm, I know you want a direct answer from me, but <laughs> this is also going to be um, an in parts quite or answer because okay. we had to. So, it, the length of um, time that we were going in and out of the studio was about two months. Okay. But. We, we had, so we went into the studio for the first part of um, studio time for about two and a half weeks. And that's, we were there full time. We stayed, you no know, we, we lived there. You know, we didn't come back home to the other side of the state. We lived in Detroit. So we didn't come back to Detroit. We didn't, you know, stay in a hotel. We were at the studio
3: for two rich. and a half
1: weeks. Wow. So after that, we left that, um, had to come home handle some things. And then every weekend after that, we went back in the studio from Thursday night to Sunday night, um, every single weekend for about another month um, or a month and a half rather. So, or maybe even like, yeah, a month and a half. So um, it was a confusing and extensive period of time (laughs) for us, but, and it definitely exhausted us um, mentally and physically physically. But it was well worth it. I'll tell you yes. that.
0: Yes. Emily, what say you? Anything about that?
2: It was definitely a growing process throughout that whole thing. It just felt—I feel like everything was just going on that I don't know how to explain it during while we were doing the album release. Just everything in my personal life. Yeah. There was just so much going on in my personal life, and having to balance all of that with balancing stuff or balancing the time at the studio. Well, it was definitely a process. <laughs> um, but like John said, it was definitely well worth it.
0: So this might be a tough question to answer. It is slightly conceptual, but what do you guys really hope to achieve from this album, I know sky's the limit, and there's going to be a ton of success that comes from it. I know it; your fans know it. I, I'm sure you guys have a little inkling of it too. But what do you hope to really achieve?
2: Well, probably like three or four Grammys. Yeah, <laughs> at least.
1: That, that doesn't seem at too far fetched. Three or four. N- yeah. <laughs> um. No, but for real, just reaching out to as many possible pe- people as possible. I think that's like the ultimate goal of the band is to reach out to as many and, and connect and make a relationship with as many people as we possibly can throughout the, the life of this band. So like the, the EP was one step. Hopefully this album will be another step and so on and so on and so on. So with this next cycle, I would like to reach out to personally, I would like to reach out to a lot of people and yeah. I'm, I'm going to say thousands. Yeah. Cause I, I believe that- no.
3: In. So, um,
1: <laughs> so, um, and and that's what we're. That's like goes back to like what, the, premising the the idea of the band um, because we really are um, in love with people and we love making relationships and connecting with people. And um, I kn- I know that I would have wanted um, someone to help me during my awkward hard times as a, as an, an adolescent. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, I'm not even like putting a cap on that because I want to help anyone yeah. a- and any, anyone wants to make a relationship with me. I'm down, you know, yeah. a, whatever, a toddler, a 95 year old. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm in my can... late
0: twenties and I'm still struggling, <laughs> dude. So I hear you. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's
1: what I'm... So like adolescents get that stigma of having a hard time and, and don't get, don't get me wrong. Like I, I remember my teenage years, it was not good.
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: you know, every it's 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 life to it have is. hard times in life, and I think like making a friendship and establishing a relationship through music is something very 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 special. It we
2: is. we want to be the band that um, that we needed when we were younger.
1: Yeah, and and that's admirable. And
2: then you know, like we were saying, like even when we're older, the band that we needed when we we're older too.
0: Right, and and just one there. You know. Yeah. And and we've established, you know, hard times hit everybody, you know, no one's immune to it. Um, but finding a way to cope, a way to relate is something that can really help somebody through the process. And um, look, you know, with all this, all the different media and social media and platforms to receive content, a lot of times fans get lost in the mix and it's easy to do that, but you guys are really putting a special focus on, it's like the band like vision motto, you know what I mean? To, to, oh, yeah. to make the, the fans, fans are, fam.
1: They're, they're a part of the band, you know, they're an, an a leg of the band that we need to walk. You they know? are the fifth member. <laughs> yes, Exactly. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Take there it. Take number. it and
0: run with it, Johnny. It's all yours. I,
1: can I take Oh, I love
3: that. <laughs> cool. Yeah.
0: All right. So um, now that I gave you that, let's see if you can answer this for me. Um, <laughs> how is this album going to differ or stay the same to the self-titled debut EP? You guys kind of alluded to it. And I'm not asking for you to say more than what you want to. But can you bridge uh, uh, can you create a bridge to this gap between the EP and, and the full
1: the full length
0: uh, for everybody a little bit?
1: So do you mean do you mean like sonically, like musically or I
0: when I was writing the question, I really did mean like actually like musically. Um, but I'm open for interpretation on how you want to answer that.
2: I, I think for me, um, definitely my voice has matured. Since then, I think it right. At, I'm just like right at the perfect age when my voice is just growing. And when I first did the the, you, know, from that to the the album vocals, I've definitely just grown a lot. Not physically, you know, still short, but yeah, she's have... five too so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a, it's But nice um, yeah, no, I attest to that. I you've just been singing a lot and you've been rehearsing and practicing a lot so i think that helps your voice grow you know mm-hmm. yep. and you're getting older but your voice has been sounding amazing you know now, to say the least
0: what i want to know is <laughs> did the other two members of the band did they have more of an input in the creative process for this album
1: um so the way that we approached songs in the same Okay. Um we um, and, and in some cases, so it would start the, the song process. I'm gonna answer that question um, by answering how we um, write a song or how we how we create and, and how we how a song goes through the process. Um, we the song first starts by creating structure and um, kind of the idea and the vibe of the song through Emily and I. and then. After we have that, we take it to rehearsal, and we say, "Okay, we have idea, we have a song idea, we have this that we need to test out." So we then jam the song at rehearsal, and we um, fiddle with different um, approaches and different um, ideas for the song. And after after it goes through that process, it really develops. Um, so we kind of get a feel of how we play it live too in that that process because something that's very, very, very important to us is um, kind of relating the live experience with um, listening to it on the album, like in your car or whatever so um, we want that to relate um, When you say relate, do you mean uh, to be
0: very consistent to the sound?
1: Consistent um, maybe uh, but hold the same energy Gotcha um, and hold the the same um, um, you know sonically, but but not not like literally like every single thing gotcha. is going to sound the same. You're going to get a different experience, but right. Um, um, but more or less hold the same vibe of the energy that we we can on the um, on the album. So it goes through that process. We rehearse it as a band. We jam it. Um, it develops, and then we we come back to it and say, okay, we need to we pre pro pre production. Um, Pre-production work is something that we do before we go into the um, studio, so that we are more prepared for going into the studio. So it's just basically demoing a song so that we're um, that much more ready when we're in the studio. We can say, okay, we have this idea, we have this thing, let's record it. Right. Um, instead of like taking time in the studio and um wasting more time. But um, so yeah, that's kind of like the process that each song has taken, um, and, and each, each a little different, but that's the basic idea. So
0: this, uh, this, this new album that's coming out in spring of 2017, you guys are going to have, and I want to talk about it real quickly here, an album release show. I I, I believe again, I'm, I'm just making sure my facts right here. Okay. I believe (laughs) that it's May the 12th at the, the Crowfoot ballroom in Pontiac, Michigan. Guys, am I good?
1: You right. You right.
0: <laughs> Man, my credibility is soaring. Um, yeah, dude. <laughs> so, guys, give me a, just a quick understanding of what this is gonna be like uh, for you, for the fans. Give me a little understanding to it.
2: It's gonna be absolutely insane. We have so much, like, awesome surprises and awesome, just live stuff that we're gonna do. I think I'm going to crowd serve. I'm pretty oh. sure. I'm
0: going to 110% going to do it. I'm, I'm doing it. So fans, you know, start doing like your bench presses and, you know, and get ready to like hold the arms up. Oh, I'm ready.
2: Mean? I'm already ready. There you go. Yeah.
0: Johnny, so, what do you think? Yeah, What's going to re- be special about this?
1: Um, since the idea of this show, I've had, we've all had, um, this thing that we we want to create a very, very, very special night. And I know that sounds like cliche, but even with among the um bands we have playing for us that night, um, we're we're I wanted to I wanted it to be a different experience than what you would expect at another just another like local show. Um I wanted to create more of like a relationship and more of like a friendship among everyone involved with it. So um we're, we're like planning like hangouts among like all the bands who are, um, opening for us. And we're, um, we're just really, really, really wanting it to be something more than just going to another show. Yep. Um, so I think that element has crossed over with some really, really, really cool ideas that we have had in store.
0: Where can, uh, people get tickets? I'm, I'm, it's, you know, it's 2017 <clears throat> online, right? I mean, they're still available.
1: Uh, yeah, we send out uh, seagulls, um, actually. <laughs> oh, that's a um, that's
0: a different approach. I didn't know they were that yeah. well trained or obedient. Well, you
1: know that you, you you would think that they're not. Right, because they seem a little
0: crazy when I'm on the beach with some fries. They're a little
1: nuts. You they can't really be around French fries. <laughs> um, what? To their destination but other than that they're good you know they they know i'm but, so uh, glad i yeah, asked the question <laughs> yeah you know you know they should have their little name tags on them it's super
0: cute wow it's uh, really went above and beyond
1: yeah you know it's gonna be special <laughs> um no uh on our website under our merch tab you can get tickets um you can also get tickets at fusion shows fusion shows dot com. Um, you can also, if you live around the area, you can go to the Crowfoot Ballroom box office if you would, if you're really feeling like you uh, want to drive to Pontiac. But if you don't, then it is like you said, 2017, and you can get them online.
0: Or, like you said, Johnny, just look up to the sky, and and when you hear look the up the sky
1: seagull you, you call, you and you, you'll you know, know what's coming. Yeah, what is the seagull? <laughs> Well, I'll let you demonstrate that.
2: No, I, I I, just know that you're a
1: lot better. You know, seagull. Matt was really the one who was really like oh. innovative in that way, and he, he just really created that. So you guys I'm better be
0: careful, though, because if Amazon's <coughs> listening, and, and my reach is that broad that Amazon would be <laughs> listening, they may take up this idea and, and get rid of the drone idea and say, screw it, let's go with seagulls.
1: Yeah, um, you know, we might or may or may not be communicating with Amazon right (laughs) this this minute. (laughs)
0: Lilac Lungs, brought to you by Amazon Prime.
1: (laughs) Exactly, you know. I hope so, right? So,
0: May 12th, that is going to be the album release show at the Crowfoot Ballroom in Pontiac, Michigan. Emily and Johnny, I wish you the best of luck. I will not, unfortunately, be there. It's a little bit of a trip for me, but I will be there in spirit. Really looking forward to hearing about it,
1: too. Yes, we're uh, we're gonna do our best to come to Pittsburgh too to, to uh, put on a show for you.
0: You would be well received, and if you're ever interested, we should talk um, and and see how we can make that happen. Um, guys, yeah. I'm really excited about this um, transition to our final uh, like talking points uh, slash segment here um, of the podcast. I think you guys are probably pretty stoked about it too. Um, so, yeah. a couple episodes okay. ago, I created. A new segment. It's been a big hit. It's called Fan Frenzy. And uh, here's what it is for those who are new to it. Basically, I head on to Twitter. And my handle is at SpinThoughtsPod. And I ask for the fans of the band that I'm about to interview to find a way to tweet or send me their questions for the band. And I read every single one of them and really take into consideration which ones are going to be presented. I actually try to get as many on As possible, Uh, There was a lot of really great questions and a lot of really good turnout um, for this segment. So thank you to everybody from me. I know Lilac Lungs is always appreciative of their fans. I am appreciative of the fans for uh, being involved with this. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, Emily and Johnny, you guys want to play along in the Fan Frenzy segment?
3: I'm I'm so ready.
0: Awesome. Now I'm just going to say, I love talking and I have a tendency to go on digressions and tangents let's keep the answers as short as possible not as short as possible but concise uh so we can get to as many as we can okay sounds good all right so we've got at sonia o'reilly asking emily do you feel the pressure to always having purple hair because of the name of the band
2: Actually, I do. I've, I've thought about different. I've thought about different hair colors, and I'm like, oh, that just wouldn't go. It Wouldn't fit. And um, I do feel the pressure to always dye it too, because it, it looks pretty bad right now. It's what came first, the, the
0: hair color or the band name?
2: The hair color. Okay. I did have purple hair for, uh, I think, a year before I did. And purple's for, my like, favorite color. I'm all for it. Oh, me too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next one. We've got London's Beckon. I think I'm saying that correct. London's Beckon, something like that. Uh, They asked, what were you guys like in high school?
2: Oh, wow. Oh, man,
0: you don't want (laughs) to know. Now, let me (laughs) ask you this before you answer that. Did you guys know each other in high school? We did not. Okay. No. So individually, what were you guys like?
1: So, go first.
2: Um, I was definitely very closed off. I didn't have too many friends. I had, like, I didn't have, like, a friend group, per se. I had one best friend. Her name was Marissa. And, um, yeah, I definitely kind of kept to myself. In high school, though, I did ask Bruno Mars to promise a little plug. And I... Um, <laughs> I asked Bruno Mars to prom, and I made a, mu- a video about it on YouTube, and it went viral. And Ellen DeGeneres on the Ellen Show saw it, and she brought me out and flew me Wait, onto are you her serious? show. I'm serious.
0: Wow! No <laughs> way.
2: She uh, yeah, She flew me out, and um, she surprised me. And Bruno was on the show, and we had like a fake prom, and we Shut danced up. together. I didn't know any of this. Yeah. Man, I suck yeah. at like
0: researching. Apparently. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and um, yeah, we danced together, and he bought me um, a Gucci dress for my prom and tickets to his show.
0: Johnny, you must so, yeah, be that's... a hell of a guy to to be able to beat out Bruno. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Pretty, cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Good for you, Emily. Yeah, I'm that's I'm a hell I... of a story. You could have just hung the hat up right there and not even done anything else. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So now me yeah can you even top
0: that you should have went first Johnny
1: you know (laughs) now that I'm thinking about it I should have but I'm just so cool that you can't top me it's not quantifiable uh, no it's not I was uh, let me think um how do you describe yourself Johnny
2: had really swoopy
1: hair I was cool okay okay Johnny was cool Johnny cool you I was born so cool. a lot. No, I was like really um like like uh I don't know, other parents probably were like, you might want to stay away from John, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, I was I was uh I was also like five five and I'm like six four now. So Whoa. I was like, big yeah, I'm uh,
0: growing uh, jump there.
1: Yes. I, I I uh grew a lot. Um but I was um, super quiet, Um, not really good at school. (laughs) Um, I focused a lot on music and playing guitar, where I should have probably been studying. But, you know, (laughs) where would I be now? That's such a lie.
3: You went to private school. Okay, so I went to private school.
1: But I also, well, like, there was was big shoes to fill in private school. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I, I went to public school for my sophomore year, and I absolutely hated it because um, public school is it the worst.
0: It is not but, a good experience. Uh, it's hard. It's no, probably it's even really, harder nowadays, too.
1: For real. I can't even imagine. Yeah, I don't either. even want to think about it. But, um, yeah, I went to a private school, so that was interesting because they were always on you to, like, do well. But I was never about it. You know, I was. But I was also really, 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 really focused on messing around with music and just um, developing that. And and at the time, I was just like, I don't know, it might have been a little protest or like a little um, rebellious. Like, God, I don't like school. I want to play guitar. But now I see like, okay, I'm glad that I was like that, (laughs) you know, sort of, because I wouldn't have my interesting guitar that i have now
0: there we go so that's what they were like in high school thank you for the question on to the next we've got at savage decarius asking favorite inside joke to the band do you guys have one
1: uh i gotta go get that ice cream now
3: yeah
0: <laughs> can you elaborate I'm on what that type. means we,
1: we uh don't. you know i'm We go ahead go ahead we can be careful have... be careful where you tread here wait
2: I don't even really know
1: what it means.
2: Exactly. No, it's... I don't think anybody does. We just say it. Well, or Mitt, Mitt
1: Johns. I'm going to tell you guys the secret. I'm going to tell you the secret to the, to the, um, to the joke. I'm only going to say it once. Okay. So you you guys are listening. I'm listening too,
2: because I don't even
1: know.
0: Okay. This is great. Let's do it.
1: So this, this is the secret. Everyone always, it, everyone has been in that situation where you like need to say something or you need to like do to do something to get out of it, whether it be super awkward or what what have you. And then you just say that you say, "Well, I gotta I gotta get this ice cream now," and <laughs> and then you kind of just walk away. And then you have an excuse, it's so awesome. it's just like that that go to saying where you're like okay i i don't know what to do and then you just say i gotta go, i gotta go get that ice cream right now and you just walk away and then you're all good i'm gonna use this so from I'm, now on you can use that you can use it be careful because it's pretty powerful <laughs> it works
0: <laughs> i'll take your guys's word for it um thank you
1: for letting so now us we just now it's the new thing
0: yeah all right so on to the next one um my truce asked if you could only listen or if you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? If you guys need help, I actually have an answer to this for myself. I okay.
1: want, I want to hear yours.
0: Okay, so this is—I've known this answer for a long time. the The song that I would listen to, if it had to be on repeat for the rest of my life, would actually be "Inagata de Vita" by Iron Butterfly. Oh. Um. The reasoning is it's about like a 17, 19 minute song. My theory is, yeah. is that it wouldn't repeat as often as a three or four or five minute song. So it wouldn't seem as repetitive. <laughs> and and it was, to my memory, one of the first songs I ever, 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 ever listened to. And it scared the living shit out of me. It was so scary. <laughs> and it's just stuck with me forever. So I would listen to that. What, what do you guys think?
2: Um. There's a band called, I think it's called Taiko or Taicho or something. And they're an instrumental, like, instrumental band. And I don't know, I feel like I'd want to listen to an instrumental song.
0: That's a good, that's a good approach. I I understand it. I would even go like Uh, Sigur Ross or something too, because I don't understand what they're saying. It all just sounds beautiful.
2: True that. John would pick the Kung Fu Panda soundtrack. Well, okay, here's my favorite
1: (laughs) If I, I, here's something that I always think like, I really wish that there was music playing at every second of my life, like, like a sound, a lot like a soundtrack to a yeah. movie. So I would listen to, um, probably like a soundtrack song of like, uh, Kung Fu Panda, or like <laughs> Harry Potter or something, cause then I would just feel like, because I'm listening to this on repeat, right? So You're I'm like right. always listening to it. Right. So I I would live my life like, like I'm living a movie. And I would just listen to a soundtrack song. And it would, my, it would make my life super epic. And everyone who's involved <laughs> with it, they'd feel like they, would, they were in a movie. So I think I'd think that'd do that.
0: Well, with that approach, I would lean more towards like the Braveheart soundtrack or something just so I felt like okay. such a badass, you know?
1: The it whole- is so, yeah, that's a really good one. That's a good one.
0: Yeah, so... Um awesome. I appreciate um the answers there guys. We're going to go with one more here before we wrap things up. So uh, the Sarah Louise one asked who has been your biggest supporter in this journey?
3: Um
1: Wow. Um Well, that is interesting. That
2: is a very That's a
1: really That's a really good question.
2: Because I can't specifically pick one person. It would be hard. Because it, it would be very hard. And if I pick someone else other than my mom, I think she'd probably cry. And <laughs> <laughs> But I, I guess I could say, this might be super lame, but I, I would say John to me. And um, I know we're in the same band, but John has definitely been... The biggest supporter for the band, along with me, so that's my answer. Now, top that, John. Yeah,
1: what did Jesus. you say?
2: <laughs> top
1: that. <laughs> um, no, for real though. Yeah, Jesus is my homeboy, and he's been there for me. But I think she was more talking about like people on Earth. Yeah. Um and
2: uh, I would pick Jesus too if we weren't picking on Earth. <laughs> right. Understandable. Uh,
1: yep. Um wow. Uh you really put me in a tight spot. Uh <laughs> wasn't
0: me. It was the Sarah Louise one. <laughs> um,
1: um see, like I I have a really hard time answering questions directly, if you can't tell. I have noticed
0: now. over the last uh sixty minutes, yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's not something I can do very well. But um uh so our fans have been crazy support really for are. all of us. In the band. Um, and that's just been something really, really, really um, inspiring and beautiful. So if I, ha- you know, I don't want to answer one. So I'm going to say Emily too, because like she's got me emotionally when I am going through crazy times emotionally, but you know, our, the, as a band, I'm going to say the fans because, and, and our supporters and our friends, because they have literally shown us so much dedication and love. It's been unreal. It's
0: just the tip of the iceberg, guys. Um, it's all well-deserved. And, um, again, I want to give a big, big, big shout-out to everybody who tweeted um, at Spin Thoughts Pod for the Fan Frenzy segment for Lilac Lungs. Uh, Emily and Johnny, thanks for playing along. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Thank Absolutely.
0: you. And thank you to
2: everyone that tweeted questions, like we said earlier, we will
0: answer them still if you want us to absolutely absolutely so uh guys before we head off here and i i'm I'm gonna say it again right before we say bye but i really do want to thank you we actually have gone over the time frame i told you originally so i appreciate uh the patience remember this is full circle we're all learning patience here um so thank you uh for for being here uh for this i really do appreciate it's been an honor before we go is there anything else that you two would like to say to your fans to the listeners uh before we wrap things up.
1: Um just thank you. Um thank you so much for supporting us thus far and um we're super, super excited to take you with us on this crazy ride.
2: Yes, and we are here for all of you. That's a big part of a part of it too, is that you know we want to be here for everybody. Like the, the band that we needed when we were young. So absolutely yeah.
0: It's beautiful. Guys, thank you so much for the message and for uh, doing what you do. I can't wait for this new album to drop in spring of 2017. Um, stick around when we um, stop the recording, guys. i want to talk off the air. But uh, Emily and Johnny from Lilac Lungs, thank you so much for being here on Spinning Thoughts Podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank, thank you. you.
0: Once again, I want to thank Emily and Johnny from Lilac Lungs for being with me here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. The band is coming at you fast, so get ready. The debut full-length album will drop this spring. They've got an album release show at the Crowfoot Ballroom in Pontiac, Michigan on May the 12th. Their brand new single off of this album, Next to Nothing, dropped in February. It has a music video alongside it while you're checking out lilac lungs make sure you're doing the same for us here at the spinning thoughts podcast follow us on twitter at spin thoughts pod facebook soundcloud please subscribe to the podcast on itunes google play and more our website is spinning thoughts signing off from the spinning thoughts podcast this is angelo keep on rocking out with your peace out